Hey. Hi. Hello. Welcome back, Misfits, and welcome back to a new episode. Today, we are continuing, continuing, that sounded weird, continuing, continuing. the Rulers series. Yeah. Yes. And yes. we're talking about Caesar. Caesar. And it's also. Hail Caesar. Our 100th episode. <laughs> yeah. A hundred episodes. So, you'll see that in the title, but I just wanted to see it on here. Yeah, again. it's huge. It's yeah. huge. I don't, it's like over 3,000 uh, yeah. Hours of, of I don't know, is man, it three thousand hours or three thousand minutes of um, content that we yeah, created? Yeah. It's just it's a lot. It's a lot. And it's a lot. Hit the three digits, which is crazy. It's crazy. But yeah, yeah. So. And we we've been doing this for two years now. <laughs> two years. Two yeah, years. Two years. Like next month or yes, something. Yes. Yes. So crazy. So yeah, yeah. it's our hundredth episode, um, and it's it's amazing. And we're yeah. gonna talk about Caesar. We're gonna talk about Caesar. Yes. <laughs> and who he is. Exactly. And who, he's not. who he is and who he's not. So we're gonna start with like who. <laughs> he is not. And we thought about this last minute, but I think it's going to be funny. We just and share um, if you listen to this like regularly, you understand our sense of humor and you're going to think it's funny too. Yeah. Okay. So um, the <laughs> Caesar, right? Caesar salads. Mm-hmm. We're going to clear this up right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So is, is the Caesar salad named after linked the great to any Caesars? of these Caesars? Yeah, right? Exactly. My first thought was sure. Definitely. Very likely. Has to be. But tell us, tell us, Ray. Yes. So Caesar salad was invented in the early 1920s by Caesar Cardini, (laughs) an Italian chef who owned a restaurant in Tijuana, Mexico. (laughs) He moved to Tijuana from California to avoid prohibition. And it was here on July 4th, 1924, where Caesar is believed to have invented the The Caesar Caesar salad. salad. On July 4th, we don't celebrate Independence Day. No, no, no. We celebrate, we celebrate the creation of the Caesar, Caesar salad, salad by Caesar Cardini yes. in Tijuana, Who Mexico. Is an Italian living in Mexico. To Mexico. To avoid not having to drink booze. <laughs> and he made a salad that we all love and we adore all today. It's delicious. <laughs> but no, it did not come from Roman rulers. No. It came from a man <laughs> who was living in Mexico. Yes. And decided. I need to whip up something delicious. Yeah, to have with my vodka or whatever it was that (laughs) he was drinking because there was no prohibition. Yeah, yeah. So I, that's just quality content right there, and we all had to know because we didn't know. I knew y'all were wondering. Yeah, you're like one of the Caesars had to be the one who invented the Caesar salad or was named after it. Well, now you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, we've answered yeah. your questions. You don't questions. have to stay up all night anymore. No, you yeah. don't have to even Google it yourself because no, we've done it for we you. Just did it for you. Exactly. <laughs> You're very welcome. Um, so now to the teachiness. Uh, <laughs> so who was Caesar? Because now we know who he was not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Who was Caesar? So like Herod, Caesar is a title that applies to several men. Caesar was for is a title for the rulers of the Roman Empire. Julius Caesar was first to use the name and his successors adopted it for themselves. Five Roman emperors governed during New Testament times with three explicitly named in scripture and one implied. This is just one of the several examples of the Bible's historical accuracy and how secular history agrees with it. So mm-hmm. although we've said this before, like the Bible's not a history book. So although not everything is mentioned in the Bible, like the dinosaurs and all these people that existed mm-hmm. at the same time, there are certain things that coincide with history. So it gives the Bible, if you need it, it gives mm-hmm. it more validity. Right. right. And it gives you a, like the timeline, right? It yes. helps you kind of align it to like what else is going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just, I, I 
just think it's cool. Yeah, because that series, that. Has, this is, this series has definitely been doing that for me, especially mm -hmm. with the Herods and like how yeah. they weave into Jesus' story. And I'm right. like, and when I we feel did like the, I see so much more now. Yeah, yeah, and when we did the Pharaohs too, how like all the different ones kind of, you know, also were part of all that history. Yeah. Um, it's pretty neat. Yeah, it's great. I feel like doing this and knowing this information, not that we're going to memorize it all or like remember it forever or anything like mm -hmm. that, but it's like, I feel like it's like extra credit, right? Yeah, that yeah. gives you this tiny little bit. Just a little more context. More insight yeah. and more, because even like what I can remember right now um, about the Herods, right? The Herod, I want to mm -hmm. say it was Agrippa that was the mean one or the terrible yeah. one or something. But the fact that now we know why when the angel told Joseph to go back and he was scared, we understand mm -hmm. why. And it was because he, it was a terrible ruler and he actually right. had fear about right. what he could do. So he didn't go. Right. But right. it's like crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was, it's, it's cool to know that. Yeah. It's like, I understand why he was because afraid. Because all you know from the Bible, again, because it's not a history book, it's yeah. just telling you like, he did not want to go there. He was mm -hmm. afraid. So he went somewhere else. Yeah. Um, but when we know the context and the history of it, that's elsewhere, we understand it. And right. And it gives us this under a little bit more understanding of, yeah. of the reason why. Right. And it helps us see these Bible characters as actual people that had actual mm -hmm. feelings. And we can see more about how their decisions like, yo, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. Skirt, exactly. let's go over here. You know, it's it just is what it is. So we're going to start with the first one that's actually, the ones that we're going to mention now are the ones that are actually mentioned in the Bible. Yes. Right? Yes. So, four of them. yeah. So the first one is Caesar Augustus. So the first Caesar, Augustus, was a prominent figure in the New Testament. He was the first Roman emperor. Augustus ruled from 27 BC to AD 14. His original name was Caius Octavius Capius. He was the grand nephew of Julius Caesar. Julius Caesar was murdered in 44 BC and Augustus eventually succeeded him without a rival. He refused to be called Rex or dictator. However, in 27 BC, the Roman Senate called him Augustus. This name gave the implication that he was to be venerated above all mortals. Um, a teaching moment here. So Augustus was not a name, but instead a title. The title was first given to Octavius, who was the successor to Julius Caesar by the Roman Senate and later used by his successors. It meant revered or worshiped one. This is also where the month of August comes from. He actually wanted a month named after himself. Yeah. And he said, I'm gonna call it August after me. So mm -hmm. just add it onto the calendar. Because if you yeah. didn't know, this is another teaching moment. There is the Julian calendar and the Gregorian calendar. One of them mm -hmm. has 10 months, the other one has 12 months. Um, we live in the one that's obviously 12 months. <laughs> um, but before it used to be 10. And that's where that comes from. People decided that they wanted to add months because they were powerful and they could do that. Yeah, so they yeah. could name months after themselves and add months and do all sorts of stuff. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then like, this is the easiest example. Like October, right, starts with oct, which means eight. Oh, but yeah, it's yeah. actually not the eighth month, right? right. It's we actually it's the, the tenth. tenth month. So August is the eighth month. Mm -hmm. But it because these people kept adding months, now our calendar yeah. doesn't make sense. I mean, really, September through December are 7, 8, 9, 10. Yes, exactly. But because of the months added somewhere in between, yeah. like, they're all, like, skewed. Mm -hmm. Yes, and here we are with the here weird we calendar. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. Exactly, with the actual names. Yes. Um, okay, moving on. So we see this um, Caesar in Luke 2, 1, and this is all going to be an NLT for the whole episode. So the verse says, at that time, the Roman emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman empire. So that's the mention that we see of him there. 
Um, Caesar Augustus unknowingly fulfilled the biblical prophecy of Jesus being born in Bethlehem when he made the decree that everyone in the empire should be enrolled in a census. The decision he made started a chain of events that led to the birth of the Messiah in the predicted city of Bethlehem. We find this in Luke 2, 3 to 6, and it says, All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for this census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. Yeah, so just to kind of to give you some context of like the effects that... that His decision. That decision yeah. made into what we know now of Mary and Joseph and the birth of the Messiah. Yeah. Right. Um, going back to Augustus, meaning worshipped one, the Senate at the time of his rule deified him, a.k.a. made him like a little G-god. Mm -hmm. This then led to the coin having Caesar's image and the inscription, quote, divine Caesar and son of God. Because of the growth in emperor worship, it led to more persecution of Christians. We see in the Gospel of Luke how he made it clear that Jesus was the son of God and not Caesar. And we see this in Luke 2, 11. It says, Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. So it is not Augustus, but Jesus, who is the Son of God, um, the Son of the Most High, right? And we see that in Luke yeah. 1, 32. So the Roman creed stated, Caesar is Lord, but the Christians only recognizes Jesus as Lord, of course. And as persecution grew, the Jews started turning against Jesus' followers, and he was the first to be charged. Um, like Jesus himself. Like Jesus himself was the first to be charged when they started persecuting the Christians. Yes. Right? Yes. He was like the first. Because he is the first fruit. And we already know that. Yes. But yes. yeah. So and we see this in Luke uh, 23, chapter 23, verses 24 and 25. And the Bible says, So Pilate sentenced Jesus to die as they demanded, as they had requested. He released Barabbas, the man in prison, for insurrection and murder. But he turned Jesus over to them to do as they wished. Right. Yes. But as we know, all this was a fulfillment of scripture, and we see how God used these rulers to do that and accomplish his plan. Yeah. So we see God's hand all over this. And uh, this, is, this is another teaching moment, and this is something that I heard um, in a sermon at my church. But um, if we remember correctly, the, there's Jesus and there's Barabbas, right? And they're like, well, he's like, what, what has he done? Like, he hasn't done anything. I'm going to, I'm going to flog him a couple of times and I'm going to let him go. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, crucify him, crucify him. Give us Barabbas, give us Barabbas. So, um, in the Bible, as I'm sure many of you know, um, bar sometimes means son of, right? And mm. if you split up bar Abbas, Abba means father. So Barabbas means son of the father. So Barabbas was actually guilty. If I remember correctly, Barabbas was like a, leading a rebellion or something, and he was mm -hmm. leading a rebellion against Rome, against Rome, right? So when they expected Jesus, they expected someone like Barabbas, right? Because they yes, expected yes. a warrior, and he's going to free us, and he's going to do all these things. So when Jesus is given over to be crucified rather than Barabbas, Barabbas was actually the guilty party. Yeah, and he, he actually is set had free. things that he, right. he had done. And so because he is set free, it is a picture of how Jesus died for us, and right? He and he's place. actually turned, taking our place. But I, I never saw that before. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. wow. So the son of God, son of man, gave his life. And he's set free because we are set free because of Jesus' mm -hmm. death. It's so they were uh, crazy. Even at the time, they were giving that they were given that picture. Yes. Of Jesus taking their place. Right. Um, of a guilty man. Mm -hmm. um, so we see it, of course, now in our lives. But... It was literally the same. Yeah. Taking the place like of just Barabbas. how God orchestrated yeah, all of it. But yeah. of course, in their anger and the um, pride and 
all yeah, these yeah. things and all the Pharisee hype that was going on, like, yeah, no, yeah. kill him. Then it, it was, it, I'm sure it would have been hard to see. But like, obviously having the whole Bible and looking back at it now, it's just like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was crazy. But anyway, so next Caesar, Tiberius Caesar. Tiberius. What Tiberius. a name. Tiberius. So the other Caesar mentioned in the Bible was Tiberius. We find him mentioned at the beginning of the ministry of John the Baptist. He ruled from AD 14 through 37. We see him in Luke 3, 1. Um, the Bible says it was now the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius, the Roman emperor. Pontius Pilate was governor over Judea. Herod Antipas, wink, wink, was ruler over Galilee. His brother Philip was ruler over Ituria and Trachonitis. Lysanias was over, was ruler over Abilene. Wow. All these different rulers of all these different areas, basically. Yes, but hey, you know who Herod Antipas is now. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. And if you don't, go listen to the last episode. Exactly. <laughs> um, so it was important to note Caesar because it helps us to identify the timeline. And it's the mark in history when the word of the Lord came to John the Baptist. This is the only mention of Tiberius by name in the four Gospels. He is referred to as Caesar on two other occasions without actually being named. Um, the one instance was the poll tax. And then the second instance is Jesus's trial. Um, For the tax, the people were asking if it should be paid or not, and Jesus responded with the following, and this is uh, Luke 20, 21 through uh, 22, and then 24 through 26. So, teacher, they said, we know that you speak and teach what is right and are not influenced by what others think. They were trying to suck up to Jesus. Mm -hmm. You teach the way of God truthfully. Now tell us, is it right for us to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Show me a Roman coin. Whose picture and title are stamped on it? Caesar's, they replied. Well, then he said, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and give to God what belongs to God. So they failed to trap him by what he said in front of the people. Instead, they were amazed by his answer and they became silent. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Jesus with the clap back. Mm -hmm. Don't test my Jesus, please. Um, So, and then the second instance was Jesus's trial. Jesus had been charged with wanting to overthrow Caesar. So the Bible tells us in Luke 23, one and two, then the entire council took Jesus to Pilate, the Roman governor. They began to state their case. This man has been leading our people astray by telling them not to pay their taxes to the Roman government and by claiming he is the Messiah, a king. Another scripture refers to it as being opposed to Caesar. It says, uh, this is John 19, 12. Then Pilate tried to release him, but the Jewish leaders shouted, if you release this man, you are no friend of Caesar. Anyone who declares himself a king is a rebel against Caesar. Yeah, so again, they're mentioning Caesar, Caesar, and it's Tiberius. Yes, good old Ty. Um, A teaching moment here. We do want to note that there was a Caesar named Caligula who ruled after Tiberius from AD 37 through 41, but he is not mentioned in the Bible. Right. Yes. He didn't make the cut. Yeah, sorry. But he was there. He was there. Yeah. So if you see the little gap in the dates, that's That's the world in between. Yeah. But we don't talk about him in the Bible. We don't talk about him. I feel like his name is um, like familiar. Caligula. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know why. When I read it, I, I think was like, we I feel like I read either it before. we might have mentioned it in the Herod episode, and maybe that's maybe why. like there was some such, uh, association. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. Um. So then, uh, the next one is Claudius Caesar. Yeah. So Claudius, of course, ruled after Caligula, and he ruled from AD 41 through 54. Um. His father was a prominent Roman general, and then his uncle was Tiberius. So you see the relationship there. Uh, He reigned during a famine, but the emperor was apparently successful in helping alleviate, you know, the effects of that famine. 
And this is where we see him mentioned in Acts 11:28. It says, one of them named Agabus stood up in one of the meetings and predicted by the spirit that a great famine was coming upon the entire Roman world. And this was fulfilled during the reign of Claudius. So we see that he was the Caesar at the time. And then later, he is also mentioned because the people did not like that there were now more Jesus followers, right? Like more people following Jesus. Uh, and so they felt like they were being, like they were being attacked. These yeah. people uh, following Jesus were being attacked. And so we see in Acts 17 verses five through seven, it says, but some of the Jews were jealous. So they gathered some troublemakers from the marketplace to form a mob and start a riot. They attacked the home of Jason, searching for Paul and Silas so that they can drag them out to the crowd. Not finding them there, they dragged out Jason and some of the other believers instead and took them before the city council. Paul and Silas have caused trouble all over the world, they shouted, and now they're here disturbing our city too. And Jason has welcomed them into his home. They are all guilty of treason against Caesar, for they profess allegiance to another king named Jesus. And again, all these rulers, like they were like little G gods, so that's why they were bringing them before them, like trying to say like, hey, they have Jesus and um, they're calling him king instead right. of you, who is Caesar, and yes, you're, like, who's our, ruler over our everything, quote unquote king, or yeah, whatever. yeah, it's crazy. I've been spending just <laughs> reading that verse. I've been spending so much time in the Old Testament recently yeah. that I was like, who is Jason, <laughs> and why does he have such a normal name? <laughs> have you been here this whole time, Jason? Who are you? You've been reading all these Old Testament. Yeah, names I'm like that who you're is like, Jason? It's like he sounds like normal. Yeah. Like, he sounds like my neighbor. Yeah. I was like, you knew Paul and Silas? Who are you? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know who Jason is. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll do an episode on Jason. Yeah, we'll do an episode on Jason. Ja the episode will be he called a... Jason from Axe. Yeah. <laughs> he was a friend, obviously, of Paul yeah. and Silas. So we know that much. Yeah. He was of the cloth, you know? Yeah. 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 He, he welcomed oh, believers. Yeah. Um, but That's yeah. so funny. That's the most normal name we've read in a while. <laughs> and going back to not so normal names, Claudius. Mm hmm so Claudius also had uh, a forci forcible expulsion of the Jews from Rome. And we see this mentioned in Acts 18.2. So we read that Paul is in Corinth. And when he's there, he meets a couple that had just left Rome because of Claudius. Um, and so it reads, Then Paul left Athens and went to Corinth. There he became acquainted with a Jew named Aquila, born in Pontus, who had recently arrived from Italy with his wife Priscilla. They had left Italy when Claudius Caesar deported all Jews from Rome. So he was trying to like clean house, right? Trying yeah. to get rid of people. Y'all gotta go. Mm -hmm. um, and so this couple ended up um, where Paul was in, mm -hmm. in Corinth. So uh, that's good old Claudius there. Uh, Claudius Caesar had several unintended effects on Christian history. So first his scattering of the Jews in Rome led directly to Paul's encounter, right? With Priscilla and Aquila. Uh, these two became faithful partners in Paul's gospel ministry. So if you hear a lot of Paul's uh, letters, you'll hear these two people mentioned. Mm -hmm. um, and they're and not two women, which when yeah, you're not familiar it's... with the Bible, I was like, these are two women. No. And then I was like, oh, it's a husband and wife. It's husband I did not wife. know that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so they actually helped establish several churches mm -hmm. uh, during like Paul's ministry. Yeah. Like in their homes and stuff. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, and I think they were tent builders too, if I'm not yes, mistaken. Yes. I, th yeah. I think there's a scripture where it the talks tent ministry. about <laughs> yeah. that as well. Yeah. Second, um, if conflict over Jesus was the reason for the expulsion, then Claudius inadvertently provided more historical evidence for the existence of Jesus and the spread of Christianity. And finally, some of Paul's earliest letters were written under the reign of Claudius Caesar. So Claudius provided the political context for at least some of Paul's writings and travels. Uh, and God sovereignly used the reign of Claudius Caesar as he did every other Roman emperor to continue spreading the gospel of Jesus across the world. Mm -hmm. So 
yeah, a lot of what goes on, and I'm sure we see it now, right? Like the political climate, we try not to let it affect us, but it does sometimes guide the way we do things. So right. we can kind of see that here too. Like Paul, of course, was affected by that too. I mean, oh, he, was, yes. he was kicked out and, and he actually had to go before Caesar for, you know, s- several things. Yeah. Some of that's influenced. Yeah. Right, and there's a, there's a period which we know that he was um, under house arrest, right? Yes. And yeah. while he was under house arrest is when he wrote a lot of the letters, right? Yes, so the exactly. fact that Caesar is over here like, ooh, you're arrested. You can't yeah. spread the gospel. And he wrote most and of the Bible. <laughs> while he was arrested. Exactly. So it's like, oh, thank you. Yeah, and, and even while he was waiting to be seen by Caesar, right. he wrote a lot of Yeah, it just shows you God uses everything for your good, even yes. house arrest. Even house arrest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and then last but certainly not least is Nero Caesar. And he ruled from 54 through 68 AD. Although the Bible does not name him, he is implied towards the end of Acts. And this is evidently the Augustus and Caesar to whom Paul wanted to appeal once he arrived in Rome near the close of Acts. So we see this in Acts 25, 26, 27. So again, like the later later chapters of Acts. Yeah. Um, he was the Caesar whose household had Christian converts when Paul wrote his epistle to the Philippians. And we see this in Philippians 4.22. He was the worst of the Caesars, Nero, um, and is thought to have executed both apostles, uh, Peter and Paul. Dang. So yeah, he wasn't he wasn't a big fan. So here we go uh, with the verses from what we just mentioned, just to give you some more context. So Acts 25 verses 8 through 12, it says, Paul denied the charges. I am not guilty of any crime against the Jewish laws or the temple or the Roman government, he said. Then Festus, wanting to please the Jews, asked him, are you willing to go to Jerusalem and stand trial before me there? But Paul replied, no, this is the official Roman court, so I ought to be tried right here. You know very well I am not guilty of harming the Jews. If I have done something worthy of death, I don't refuse to die. But if I am innocent, no one has a right to turn me over to these men to kill me. I appeal to Caesar. Festus conferred with his advisors and then replied, Very well, you have appealed to Caesar, and to Caesar you will go. And then we read in Acts 25 and then verses 21 through 25. It says, But Paul appealed to have his case decided by the emperor. So I ordered that he be held in custody until I could arrange to send him to Caesar. I'd like to hear the man myself, Agrippa said. And Festus replied, you will tomorrow. And then when Paul speaks to Agrippa, verse 23 says, so the next day Agrippa and Bernice arrived at the auditorium with great pomp, accompanied by military officers and prominent men of the city. Festus ordered that Paul be brought in. Then Festus said, King Agrippa, and all who are here, this is the man whose death is demanded by all the Jews, both here and in Jerusalem. But in my opinion, he has done nothing deserving death. However, since he appealed his case to the emperor, I have decided to send him to Rome. Yeah, and all of that yeah. sounds familiar because of last episode. Yes. And I was like reading those verses. I was like, wait, I know who these people yeah. are. We talked about Festus. We talked about we Agrippa. Did. I was like, yes, okay. Yeah. It's all falling all, into all place. All of them are connected. Yeah. And especially this last one because Herod did reign Uh, or was ruler at the same time as these Caesars. Um, So it's like you're ruling kind of in the same, like your neighbors basically. Um, And so a lot of, that's why a lot of this feels like it's kind of overlapping. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you hear these same kind of people uh, interacting with each other basically. Yeah, Yeah, which is cool, which is cool. And now we know who they are, which is great. Now we have more context. Yeah, those are the Caesars. Those are the Caesars. That's the Caesar salad. Yeah, (laughs) literally that's the name of this episode. I did not know what I was going to call it. That's it. It's the Caesar salad. Um, but yeah, we hope that you enjoyed this episode, <laughs> learning all sorts of random facts about salad, but also about men named Caesar. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we hope that you enjoyed it. We have one more of these coming up. And um, 
thank you to everyone that's continued to listen. Um, if you've yes. listened to all 100 episodes, other than Yadi and I, you are yeah. a champ. Like and that's you, that's like, amazing. Let write us a know. review. Yeah, write like, a review. Put a Let review, us know though. Rate us. Uh, do the whole thing and tell us like, hey, I've heard them all. Yes. Or if you think you've heard them all. Yes. Go ahead and write it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let us know. Let us know. Even um, if this is your first episode or you've only heard a, a few, uh, we appreciate you too. Yes. Um, and you can also leave us a review and yes. say, I on want Apple to hear on all Spotify. 100. Yeah, give us some five stars on Spotify yeah. and on um, Apple. And Apple. We, no, very, very we've actually it. never mentioned it on here, but we just want to thank all the people that have reached out to us for the stickers as well. Yeah, um, yeah. The stickers that we were able to mail out and then the new sticker that we just released. So or, for those of you who don't know, who might not have social media or just haven't come across our post, we've had a couple stickers yes. um, that we announced. So if you're wanting to know more about it, uh, like either click the link or you can go to our Instagram um, or TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, all, all the things. Yeah, all um, the places. You can find some more information. Let us know. We read all the comments. Just let us know. Or just reach we'll out find to you. us some, yeah. somehow. How, however you have exactly. um, ways to contact yeah. us. And Even we'd if love it's to a carrier pigeon. I've never seen one, so go ahead and send yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm open to it. Yes, yes. So, um, yes, thank yeah, you. Thanks. Thank you for, for 100 episodes. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And um, with that, as always, this is Frank. This is Yanni. We are the Midtown Misfits, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.